Welcome to the Humanity Matters Podcast, where we discuss and reflect on faith and philosophy, nonprofit leadership, and social issues. We want to engage ideas on what it means to be a free human being in the pursuit of human flourishing. For more information, visit our website, philipfletcher.org. And now, the Humanity Matters Podcast. Dr. Philip Fletcher here, and welcome to another episode of the Humanity Matters podcast. We are one day before the inauguration of the 46th President of the United States, Joseph Biden, and his Vice President Kamala Harris, and coming out of a very interesting last two weeks. Well, two weeks? No, week. Jeez. No, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks since uh, January 6th happened, but even an interest in four years. And there's a lot of different calls. Unity, deprogramming, you know, silencing, censoring, a lot of different words being uh, bantered about. But I would like to just offer... Uh, a way ahead for enemies, quote unquote, to see one another as human beings, like enemies, men and women who, for whatever reason, a cultural, a historical, a religious, a political reason, have chosen to identify another group as not deserving full recognition as human beings. Uh, at some point, I've been the enemy. I've made an enemy. Shoot, who am I kidding? Probably made several enemies. But nonetheless, uh, enemies. We will want to other each other. Uh, as a practicing Catholic, one of the beautiful aspects of the Catholic Church is the opportunity to read and hear the Word of God, which is being shared around the world. Like on any given day. The daily readings, the Old Testament, a Psalm, a New Testament, and a gospel passage are read and heard by a diverse group of people across the world. Men, women, children from America, Russia, Sweden, Iraq, Italy, Honduras, and a host of other nations are engaging in passages which are meant to transform the soul, right? So these readings are grounded in history and, and it's blooming in our lives for the sake of God's glory and our flourishing as human beings. I like to see it like like the word of God and people are like, oh my gosh, where is he going with this sermon? No, just stay with me. Like they function like water falling down on a pavement, saturating the city streets uh, you see puddles on unpaved roads, you know. So just as, you know, the rain washes away impurities and moves small and large uh, obstructions and provides nourishment, uh, the readings act in a similar way to affect our souls and our minds and our actions. At the same time, too much rain can become detrimental to the landscape of an area, but there is never a moment when there's too much reading of God's word. It can be a detriment to anybody. I remember one time when the readings 
Uh, and this is real applicable to a lot of what's going on today. Uh, Jesus called his listeners to forgive and to love and to pray for their enemies. Enemies. Again, men and women, for whatever cultural or historical or religious or political reason, it could be a family issue, whatever it could possibly be, uh, they identify that other group as not deserving full recognition as human beings. There is a, a depersonalization that happens. And in that depersonalization, uh, it can tend towards other activities that can occur, uh, making it more palatable to do things to that individual. So here's the thing. The same word was announced across the world. A number of different groups of people from a variety of nations read and heard those same words. Forgive your enemies. Love your enemies. Pray for your enemies. Like Americans are to forgive, love, and pray for Russians. The Brits are to forgive and love and pray for Iranians. Venezuelans are to forgive, love, and pray for Americans. Can I get a little deeper? Democrats and Republicans are to forgive, love, and pray for one another. Black Lives Matter and law enforcement, forgive, love, and pray. American citizens and non-citizens, forgive, love, and pray. Socialists and capitalists and everybody in between and everybody on the outside, forgive, love, and pray. Hey, I'll be back in a few minutes. I'll give you my second related thought to this as to how we can proceed forward as we anticipate the inauguration of the 46th President of the United States, Joe Biden. Be back in a minute. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the Humanity Matters podcast. We are talking about a way ahead for enemies to see one another as human beings. So I've got two thoughts running through my head. One, uh, looking at uh, from a, a, a religious perspective, how uh, specifically um, the word of God in a Christian context, you know, it looks like water and how it can wash away impurities and obstructions and how uh, people from different backgrounds, different cultures, different nations hear that same thing. And they're called to pray for one another and to love one another and to forgive one another. And these are individuals who on the surface would look like their enemies for a political reason or a cultural reason. Uh, the second thought that I want to offer is drawn from my other experience related to fitness. Now, I like to work out uh, all my life, whether it's been in high school, uh, running track, in college running track, in the military, really took up fitness. And now in my own personal life, like I'm about to be 48, trying to keep it right and uh, take care of my body. But one of the things I understand about physical fitness is, you know, you got to be disciplined. It's learning the appropriate foods to eat and being judged by a group of peers, you know, has been critical for my physical development and my mental development. It takes some work to be in the best shape possible. And then you realize you can go a little bit further. Right. But the other thing is this, is that fitness is a form of death and my trainer serves to shepherd me through 
that process of death to come out of the other side to be this, hey, being the person that I want to be and who he sees that I can be. And so it means dying to some really good foods for much of the training process. I love ice cream. Like, I love fried foods. I love me some fried catfish. I love me some fried chicken. Yeah, I could go on. But the reality is what I desire and what my body demands requires dying to these types of foods so I can achieve my goals simply to be as healthy as possible. Hey, thankfully, I do get some small rewards. My coach, Zeno, shout out to him. Yet at the end of the day, as coach says, and he says this, trust the process. Trusting the process, trusting the experience of death as it relates to fitness is humbling, but it will yield rewards which are immensely beneficial. Now Cicero, philosopher, old school, check him out. He said this about philosophy, right? And I quote, to study philosophy is nothing but to prepare oneself to die, close quote. So there's something cathartic and something uh, invigorating about taking a notion about life and testing the potency of his existence, right? At the same time, when you take the time to read and listen to various voices which have written and spoken about a particular claim that you hold dear, there will be moments when you will have to leave that claim behind. You recognize the impotency of that claim in the light of all these other voices. What I'm saying is, from time to time, we need to challenge the ideas that we carry with us, right? We need to hear competing voices. We need to hear different perspectives and ask ourselves, is this idea the closest to human flourishing? Is this idea the closest to to freedom? Is this idea um, leading me to a death, if you will, so that I can live more freely? So this process is just the beginning of death. The experience gets more difficult as you announce the impotency of the previous claim that you held dear, but it's also being held dear by a multitude of persons. Now there's a death of character in their opinion. There's a death of intelligence in their opinion. There is in their opinion, a death of fidelity and belonging. So the other aspect of death is alienation. Yet learning to die leads to life. I read that somewhere, a Jewish teacher, a carpenter, he said something similar. So in terms of philosophy, it's nothing more than loving wisdom. The wisest thing we can learn to practice as human beings uh, and helps us in our human flourishing and can help us in loving and forgiving and praying for our enemies is to test the notions which quote unquote smart people communicate to us on a daily basis here in America. So my encouragement, right? Since we're talking about how can we move from, how can we move, how can we be on the path of enemies to see one another as human beings, right? Is to stretch our brains, exercise our mental muscles, find a supportive counter voice who will coach you through this death, right? 
learn various perspectives on a particular claim asserted in our country today. Like, learn about capitalism. Learn about socialism. Learn about some other religion other than the one that you practice. Or if you are not uh, practicing a religion, right? Learn about a religion, right? You may not have to agree, but at least learn. You may glean some things that are going to wash away some things maybe that you've been struggling with. Begin to understand the quality of the information you are digesting. When the routine is complete, I promise you're going to discover the life you now have is far greater than the death you experienced. Now, you may never read a passage from the Bible. I get it. You may never darken the doors of a religious setting. I get it. You may never go to a uh, particular political party or, you know, be in that type of environment. But all of us can take a moment to do some things which catalyzes opportunities to see each other as human beings, right? We don't want to be in the position of depersonalizing one another because that is communicating we're seeing one another as enemies. But when we see the perspective of another, right, that humanizes them. So when society gets difficult, and it's going to get difficult this year, got it, inauguration is happening tomorrow, all right, January 20th. It's going to get difficult. Take a moment. Get washed, right? Take moments to stand out in the rain. That rain may be the word of God or whatever your religious text is. That rain may be uh, a new idea that you are now adopting, right? And so you've experienced that death and left an old idea behind and you are now uh, freer, but then also you have a better understanding of how another individual sees life and how they think about it. Uh, so take those moments to stand out in the rain. It would be nice to stand out in the rain as full human beings, not enemies, and see what we look like when the water washes us clean. Thank you for joining us of the Humanity Matters podcast. For more information, visit our website, philipfletcher.org. Like us on YouTube. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Remember to be loved, be kind, be generous. And if we remember to live in hope, we can do anything.